All right, ladies, it's time for some girl talk. And really, even you guys will like this talk. It's a real, raw, vulnerable talk about life, about feelings, about judgments, about relationships, about settling. You're going to love it. But before I get started, I want to let you know a little bit more about Sarah. Sarah Pendrick is a freaking rock star. She is super humble. So I'm going to brag for her right now. She's been recognized by the UN, the United Nations, for her work with women. She also runs events that sell out, that are continuously growing. If you look at her Instagram, you'll see women asking, when's the next event? And she will do whatever she can to support you. And I just remember when I joined a mastermind and I was waiting like, oh my God, my book tour is coming up and all these scary things because it was just totally new territory for me. Anytime I looked in the back of the room, I saw Sarah back there and our other friend, Steph. And it just felt amazing at my birthday party, book launch, same thing. So she's someone that not only supports this and has created a container for it, but she lives it. And that's why I look up to her. And that's why I'm sharing her here with you today. So be sure to share this episode, tag Sarah at Girl Talk Network, tag myself. We love to hear your greatest takeaway. What did you get from it? And of course, we'll respond. But you know that I'm doing the giveaway for Harmonious Hustle Live. And there's going to be so much goodness. We're announcing more of the speakers and presenters. And guys, this is not going to be a conference where you sit down and just listen to speakers all day because I, for one, get so bored. I love growing. I love learning. But I'm the kind of person that if I'm not dancing and jumping around and doing other things, I tend to want to look at my phone. I want to go eat something. I start feeling tired. And I don't want you to feel like that. So just like I had this goal with my book that I do not want you to be bored at any part of my book. And for any of you guys that have read O'Shift, that's really what I'm hearing, right? Because you guys are reading the book in like two days. I just got a call from my uncle last night that he actually read the book in 24 hours. And I was like, holy crap, right? That being said, make sure that you share and tag me so that I can see. And you're going to hear more details about the giveaway, but I'm already paying attention. We're going to be giving away two tickets to Harmonious Hustle Live. And I can't wait to rock out with all of you ladies there. And what a beautiful way to prepare for that giveaway and that event and just share about Sarah. And I ask her about event planning and her branding expertise and all of that here. So let's get started. You are now listening to The Harmonious Hustle, where we redefine what it means to be a woman on fire. I'm Nicole Sylvester, best-selling author and success coach for boss babes ready to make bold moves. In this podcast, we'll discuss all things purpose, pleasure, and profits. You should know, I am obsessed with sparking unrealistic upgrades in your life and business. It's my true intention to convince you to say, hell yes, to your wildest dreams. If you and I haven't connected yet, I would love to hear from you. Let's connect on Instagram. And while you're there, be sure to check out my free Money Energetics training series. Scope my page while you're there for other freebies and support. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. All right, so we're going to get started. We have Sarah Pendrick, as I said, one of my favorite people. I love watching her and... I'm sure you're going to find out, like I know, 
just how her energy, her love, her passion just shows up. And today we're going to talk about some things that are really juicy and I hope shift some things for you, the way that you view people and the way that you even view yourself. So, hey, Sarah, how's it going? Hi. Oh my gosh. You're one of my favorite people and I'm so excited oh. to be doing this with you. I know. I'm so, I'm so excited. I remember I was like, I'm going to start a podcast and then I'm like, I'm going to change the harmonious hustle. What do you think? <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> You're like my, my, one of my sounding board people. So yeah. When you sent me that text, I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's so fun. So let's just start by talking about something. What's one thing we're like transitioning into the new year. It's already going to be the new year by the time this comes out, but what's one thing that's like really juicy and exciting for you right now? Oh, so well, we were just, I was just telling you about how I was up till 3am doing my dream boarding. And I guess for me, I love seeing things visually and I just started laying out all of this and the words that just kept coming up for me were, um, non-apologetic confidence and self-love and yeah yeah just for me 2019 2018 was such a growth and just so amazing but you know with growth comes a lot of hardship too yeah and do it without that part so for me, <laughs> <laughs> I um and I appreciate that because I never want to stop growing and that's something that I'm striving for always and yeah. just evolving and going in different seasons and for 2019 I really want to implement just being unapologetic about who I am and what I want to do and not being scared to say what I'm dreaming about. And right now, one of the biggest things for me is my TV show, which I haven't talked about that much, but I'm putting it out there and I'm trying to do a 90 day launch. So I'm really spending the next two weeks kind of hiding out and doing the creative for that. Oh my gosh. I love that. And this is the first time I'm hearing about it. So I'm like, I think that would be awesome. (laughs) I mean, I saw on your vision board or your dream board last night, mayor, Oh, when I see that, I just think it's so cute because I'm like, yes, I can see Sarah like running, like, you know, showing up and like (laughs) bossing things around in town. And I'm like, yes, we need people like Sarah doing that stuff. Yeah, I've wanted to be a mayor since I was little. It's so weird. I mean, it's not going to be in 2019, but I'm like, I need to start talking about it more and not being scared of that judgment or being scared of people being like, I got a lot of DMs like, that's awesome. And then other DMs that were like thinking it was funny. I'm like, you know what? I would make an amazing mayor and I just want people to go for what's inside them. We have voices inside us since we were little that we should keep following no matter what happens. What my 2019 and going forward is going to be about. I love that. And I love the point that you bring up about like, even though it's not going to be something that's 2019, maybe it's not even 2020, but just really expanding into that. Can I hold the vision for something that's really far off and like start setting into place now? Exactly. Yeah, I love that. I love, I can see the TV show totally too. So, and I think I, when you say like the, I forget the exact word you use, but like the permission to start speaking on your dreams, like was the TV show something that was on your heart, but you were like, like, what was there? Like, what was the thought behind that? Yeah. So the TV show has been on my heart for a while. It's basically just going to be what I already do with girl talk and empowering women, but just on a bigger scale. And bringing women together, as you know, that's a big part of, you know, what lights me up and my mission. But I just didn't talk about it because I wasn't ready. And then I wasn't ready for all the questions. And I was second guessing myself. I know this last at least six months ago, I was in kind of a weird transition of 
needing some space to figure out all these things coming at me. And the show yeah. has been a few years for sure. And now I'm just at the point where I'm just going to do it. And if I don't want to answer certain questions or if I don't want to talk about it at certain times, I don't have to. Yeah. And I don't have to know exactly how it's going to work out. That's always the best part of things for me. Like, I'm just going to go for it because that's how I started Girl Talk in the first place. And you and I have talked about this just with your event. You're like, hey, I have my event is on my heart and I'm going to do it. And that's how I'm going to look at things going forward, especially with the show. Yeah. And, you know, I it's one of those things, too. Like, I know for me, when an idea comes and it feels like a yes, but then you really don't know how, and it feels like really like overwhelming how <laughs> like it's like a really big one. Sometimes I'm like, uh, I'm not even going to like, just go there yet. I'm not ready to yeah. go there. <laughs> yeah. And you know, one thing, I don't know if you talk about this on your podcast, but happy pocket full of money, which you introduced Josh and I to yeah. has been such a big, um, gift to us this year. And that's where I've learned. It doesn't really matter about the how. Yeah. Just trust and the how will happen. I love that. And yeah, I talk about heavy pocket full of money like everywhere I go because, <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things. It's not about just making money. It's about being a masterful creator and really tapping into your power. Like, what do you think about it? Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's so funny. The title people are like, what? When I'm, I'm just throwing that out there like all the time. I'm like, just read this book. Trust me. Don't like, don't get caught up in the title. But yeah. It's just... I feel like it's a book that every single person person should read. And it's such, you have different breakthroughs. I don't know. Josh is on his like 10th time reading it. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and Josh. I'm, I'm like, like let back. <laughs> well, I found that it was like next to my bed and I would go jump in. And then all of a sudden I'm like, no, I'm going to read it from the beginning. So I'm like in chapter four now. But wait, tell us because this is just funny for, for the readers or for the readers. Like this is my book. I'm, I was talking about my Audible <laughs> earlier. For the listeners that – um you know, like some people are like, oh, I'm so different than my partner. Well, Sarah and I, before we started recording, we were talking about that dream board that she mentioned. And Josh, her husband is amazing. But what did he, how does he dream board? <laughs> oh my gosh. He does it with spreadsheets. <laughs> on a Google Doc. Yeah, on a Google like, Doc. We I our- love that. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. So I just need to share that for anyone out there. that's like, my husband just doesn't get it. He's not doing it. It's like, he doesn't have to. It's okay. Yeah, he doesn't have to. <laughs> I go along with it because it's amazing. And, you know, we're building our dreams and our life together and it's yeah. great to write it out. And I'll, and it does it, you know, I'll go to the Google doc and like look at something, but for me more visual and being creative, I love having it on a board that just is inspiring. And I know what a certain word means and, you know, just like self-love is thrown, the word self-love is thrown out so much, but it has different meanings to different people. And this season in my life going forward, having that on my board means something different than it yeah. was in last season. So I and that's a that's a really good like just development in yourself because I agree. I think that there's self love, like I'm gonna take a bath, which is great. But then there's like a place where it's like I'm not messing around like with my potential anymore. Yeah. And that sounds like where you're at, which is like when life just like shows out for us or God, whatever you want to call it. So that's exciting. Yeah, I think I really just am embracing the fact that there's a lot of discipline that comes with self love. Yeah all you know just uncovering the layers and getting deeper in that and realizing like hey I do like that video that Will Smith that I'm sure most everyone has seen that he's like I love you too much to let you do this anymore like yeah. I love you too much to let you keep scrolling on Instagram or eat that fifth piece of pizza like whatever it is yeah. 
<laughs> what so if it's called Fire Eclipse? Just one thing, though, I want to share because I think of Sarah, you might not even know this, but I think of you and Josh, and I think of like, I have these like four or five couples that when I think of, I'm not settling, right? Like, yeah. I think of you guys have like, I, to me, I just love you guys, but I love you guys both individual. You guys both get to have your like individual ways, and you guys let each other just be yeah. and thrive and support the thriving. And you just brought that up in the way where you're like, all right, well, Google spreadsheet's not my way of doing dream board, but I'll do it. <laughs> It's like, I want to share that because a lot of the times I bring people on or I talk about this myself is I'm speaking to people who are settling in a lot of ways. So I don't know if there's any wisdom you could share on just relationships or building your dream and thriving with a partner who's also choosing to do the same. Like neither of you guys are slowing down to support each other's dreams. And like, we're just going to let Sarah thrive or just let Josh's dream thrive. It's like both of you. Yeah. You know what? I just you know, they say like your decision away from a totally different life. I don't know at what age I was. I just made the decision in relationship wise, not to settle because I was very observant about relationships and things that I wanted. And I kind of learned at an early age that why prolong? Like, I think we talked about this in the last year, I kind of embraced failing fast. So it's like the same with relationships. Like, I would rather be alone than in a relationship that isn't fulfilling or supportive because that's worse than the feeling of being alone. If that makes sense. Oh my gosh, that makes yeah perfect sense. (laughs) Someone that you know deep down, if you might enjoy someone's company and you have fun dating them, for example, or whatever it is, I've cared about people in the past, but I knew they wouldn't be a life partner for me. Right. And so when it gets to that point where that's just not serving you anymore, fail fast and let it go and go through the healing process and make room for your right partner. I couldn't imagine being in the relationship that I am now without being having a supportive, loving partner. And it's your whole life. Like, yeah, it's not a joke. It's not a, you know, it's your whole life. So why wouldn't you really take the time to let the right person come in and be unapologetic about settling, not settling? And I think like when you say that, it's, I hear people when I talk about this sometimes, men and women, where they're like, well, all relationships are hard. All relationships take work. And I agree. But I, the thing that's what I've been gifted since I've been doing this work on myself and that I have these really beautiful friends, that I have friends that have really amazing relationships. And I'm like, no, it's like my best friend. <laughs> you know, it's like these people really do have relationships where it is, it is working and there is work, but it's also, you know, just this really beautiful companionship and true partnership. So, yeah. And I mean, I know that there's always different seasons and Josh and I have been through hard times, but the difference is that we both are loving towards each other and we want to figure it out. Like yeah. we want to hear, it's not a fight of who's right or wrong. We want to hear what the other person is thinking and what they need. And that's what a relationship is about. So why would you want anything other than that? You right. know? And I think all of that, I, I'm not going to say, I think I know that that helps you then bring that, like that ability to nurture and listen and, and to support into girl talk and everything yeah. you do there. Yeah. I mean, Josh, I know I teach him stuff every day and he teaches me so much every day. And oh my gosh, in so many ways, we're so different. And in other ways, we're very similar. But just having someone out there 
um, and being friendships like that. Like I feel that way about you when you can just hold space for me and vice versa. And we're kind of sounding boards. Yeah. So when you have relationships like that, it makes your life and the work that you do so much more fulfilled. So yeah. get really, you know, unapologetic about not settling for any type of relationship that you have in your life. Yeah. It feels safe. And like, I think that once we find one person that really cares that we can really feel safe in, it's not any sort of codependency. It changes the game because anything that you get into, whether it's a friendship or work partnership or love, you start noticing when things are not feeling that good because that feels good. (laughs) Like it feels really great. Right. So tell us then about Girl Talk because I know that you'll explain it much differently than I will. So (laughs) tell everyone about it in case they've never heard of you and this is the first time they get to meet you. Yeah, so Girl Talk, um, there's a bunch of different things. We, I do events and then I'm an international speaker and it's the mission is just bringing women together to you know help lift each other up but truly in an empowering way. And it started off so women know know that they're not alone because I feel like so many times at least for me I've had times in my life where I felt like maybe I was the only one going through something Mm. and that's lifted and so beautiful when I speak to another woman that's vulnerable and honest that she's going through the same thing so you know it's evolved so much from almost three years ago when I started it started as an event for women and then I have a nonprofit section and online coaching and programs but for me I'm just here to let it evolve how it's supposed to, but it's always going to be about women empowering each other and truly empowering each other. Not, it's never been on this trend. I truly walk the walk. I work with people that walk the walk. Um, I'm not about, you know, trends and like cute quotes. It's like about really like being there for each other. And I try with every decision that I make and every project or thing that I put out there, I really try truly to embody that. And I would say like, I know that's true just with me meeting you because, you know, we met at, in the mastermind, Chris Harder's mastermind, Chris is going to come on here next month. And I had met some of the women at Lori's event, but when we got to the first live event where we did our mastermind together, like you were just like, Hey, like, let's get together. Like, how can I support you? And you did. And it was like, you just came to my, you came to my birthday. You came to my live event. Like you were just showing up for me. And that felt really just, it just felt really good and supportive and, it really made that mastermind so valuable for me, you and our relationship. I know. So, I'm so yeah, grateful that. for the mastermind, for my relationships and meeting you. And I feel the exact same about you. And for anyone that's listening, I was just talking to someone about this the other day, because when I first moved to LA, I didn't have relationships like that. And so, you know, putting myself in the right situations and again, not settling has brought women like you into my life where maybe there was a time that I didn't know that that was possible. Like I did, yeah. because, you know, you create what you wish you had. So I kind of created girl talk because of that. Right. But just anyone that's listening, like there are relationships and friendships out there that are like what you and I are talking about, Nicole. It's just about what you said, like not settling. Totally. And it's also for each of us, we have to cultivate that within ourselves. Yes. Right. So what are the things that you do to really cultivate that within yourself? And I mean, you said self-love feels like something different, but for someone that's listening and you know, they're not there yet. And I have people reach out and they're like, well, I don't have girlfriends that don't gossip or I don't have girlfriends that talk about their visions and things like that. So like, what are some things that you can tell someone to like, just start cultivate that, that within yourself? So first of all, it starts with, 
you, right? So it's like, if you don't have relationships like that, really, really be honest with yourself about how you're showing up. Oh, like yeah. I was wearing the mask where I did that. I went to the dinners and I couldn't stand the gossip, but I still went back next time there was dinner. It's like, how are you showing up? Because you're sending that message to the universe to bring the right people in. So if you keep going to the dinner and keep being around the people that are gossiping, it's almost like what, how could you expect anything different? And, and this is just where I had to come to terms with myself and be like, I'm just going to say no to the dinners. Even if I feel left out, I, what am I doing to myself? I don't even want to go to those dinners anymore. So it was right. really working on myself, believing that there are other people out there and also not wanting, you know, I embrace being in a room now where I'm intimidated because yeah. I don't want to be the best and the, or the best is not the right word to use, but I don't want to be, you know, whatever the word is. I want people the one that, that shows up the most for themselves. Yeah. Like yeah. that's really what it is when someone's successful. It's like they're showing up for themselves. Yeah, exactly. And what I started doing was putting myself in those rooms and reaching out. You know, I've made some of my, even before we did the first live event, like you and I reached out to each other online. It's like yeah. I've reached out to women that I feel that, hey, I feel like I have a connection with them. We're showing up in the world. We are care, seem to care about the same things. Like, I'm just going to reach out. And I've built some really amazing relationships from that first, like, DM and if they yeah. don't and then it's all about like if they don't respond they're busy it's fine and just kind of going on your journey and trusting that when you're showing up authentically you and doing the work that's when those people are going to start showing up in your life I like I love that point because I haven't it's like you are making space with the whole dinner thing and it's so true like I and I've been at that point where you're just like I don't really like this I used to do that with like drinking friends that always wanted to go out for drinks yeah. And I'm like, but I don't want to do that all the time. But then once you decide, well, I'm going to stay home, it's like you start to see things differently, right? So that's just such a powerful, but it takes faith, takes courage, but it takes yeah. that trust in yourself. Yeah. Which I think is something that, not I think, but it's something that in anything that you do, that's big, next level, um, it does feel scary and it does take courage. So anything that you want that's amazing and great in your life, it's going to take that courage. And I've really just accepted that and know that that's part of the process of anything that I'm going to do and anything that I want to do. So, yeah, I know I, that fear just keeps showing up and I think we just get to, to know it in some way, shape or form. So then we're just like, you know what? It's just part of the process. <laughs> so we just, we're just going to keep rolling. One thing I want to talk about, cause you run girl talk network. You have all these women, um, that get excited. I saw women asking you like, when is the next event? <laughs> and, you know, yeah. like they're waiting and yeah. I love that. And you have all these other things happening. One of the things that you and I talked about, which is, I don't know, it's somewhat unique. So I feel like I haven't had this conversation with anyone else, but the talk that we have around judgments and starting your event and just showing up the way that you show up, like what are some of the, the things that have, I guess, the judgments that have come up? And even when you said, oh, I'm going to announce the TV or the TV show, you're like, I don't feel like dealing with whatever comes up. Like, what are some of those things? With the events in particular, like, I think I've, I don't know if we talked about this before, but the first event that I ever did, you could see how women were walking in the room, like so nervous, armor on, not sure what to expect, obviously have fear of other women's judgments. And yeah. As soon as people started getting vulnerable, you could see the armor fall off 
and we go around the room and we talk a lot and people open up and it's so crazy because as different as all of us are and we're all unique and have our own gifts, we're very, very similar at the core. We want to be seen. We want to be understood. We're all scared of some sort of, have a fear of some sort of judgment, especially with other women where it's like, what, am I, what do I have to wear to this event? Or who am I going to talk to you? Or how am I going to show up instead of being able to show up fully you? And so the thing that I realized, and it's been a process, and again, with each season, it's different, but I realized the more vulnerable you are, the more that the, ju- the fear of judgment goes away and the more that you connect with other women and just letting people know like, hey, you're not alone and I feel like this too. We all showed up here like who is going to like us, who's going to talk yeah. to us, like, what are, what's going to happen here? It does. It is that feeling. And it's, it's funny because when I go to events and things like that, it takes me right back to those feelings of like middle school, high school, where it's like, okay, I walk up to this group or I'm here in this place and everyone kind of is circled up, but like, that's not my circle right. <laughs> or, you know, yeah. like, you know, or like you want to be there, but you just feel like I just don't belong here. Yeah. And it's, it sucks. It's like one of the worst feelings, but you're right. It goes down to this whole feeling of like, we want to be loved. And I think once we admit that we're, and I get so surprised by seeing like the most gorgeous women admit that sometimes, even though I know that it's like, it's human and that's how we all feel. But sometimes, and I've gotten, it's become more of like a reality for me, I guess in the past year, but I used to think like, wow, they feel like that too. (laughs) You know? I feel, I mean, that happens all the time. That's why it's so, you know, I think our responsibility as women is to be vulnerable and give each other permission and try really hard. And, you know, you have thoughts. I still have thoughts that maybe I'm like, oh, that wasn't very nice that I just thought that, but I acknowledge it. I don't judge myself for it. I realize where it comes from. And then I just want to, you know, really cheer on people doing what they want to do. Right. I, one thing, and I don't, I'm like, what's the best way to bring this up, but let's just, we'll just go into it is one of the things that Sarah and I talk about in our private conversations is like how we either are judging ourselves or people are judging us. Mm -hmm. And we've had similar people (laughs) that we were like, oh, they said this to me and it's, it's a judgment, but sometimes we're so unaware of what they are. But like for, for me, my thing that I would always hear was you don't look like someone that did all those things in that book. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, what does that look like? <laughs> what does that person look like? You know, like what's that picture? And then Sarah, tell us about some of the things that people say to you in this way with judgment. And I've told you this before that I feel uncomfortable. Um, judgment is a really, is something that's on my heart and something that I'm doing a lot of research on and um, part of my mission because, you know, I wish that I could eliminate those negative judgments because so many beautiful things could come out of not judging each other. But for me, I've had people after I come off stage, um, and I used to carry this on stage, and I think I was telling you this in our private conversation, was that I've um, kind of just stepped into that and accepted it. But I used to go on stage being like, oh, they're looking at me going on stage, judging me, like saying like, oh, what does she have to say? Because I've had people as I go off stage come up to me and say, that was amazing. And I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't know who you were. And I just saw you walking on stage and was like, Oh my God, what does this girl like have to say? Right. Um, I have people that, yeah. People that judge from Instagram or maybe sometimes comments of however they think I look or don't look and just, you know, 
judging people for how they look and saying that they should be this way or you're surprised that they are, whatever it is. And that was really hard for me for a while. And it's just something that I've learned that, you know, I'm just going to put my work behind it and be less judgmental of myself and others and try to research where that comes from and see what I can do and put into the world to help. But why am I going to hold myself back and the work that I want to do in the world and the love that I have because I'm walking on stage and there's a difference between me doing really good and great. And there's a huge gap. We always say between good and great. So I'm going to let someone's judgment of me affect how I perform on stage when there's however many hundreds or thousands of people's life that I'm going to change. So it's like if this one person, even if I didn't come off stage and they said that that's okay. Right. And it's, it's also, it's like, even whether the funny thing about us just showing up and sharing, I feel too, is whether we're good or great, there's someone that needs our message. And to some person, it's going to be life changing, right? But then there's going to be other people that just think what they think. And, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt because it sucks, you know, but we can't avoid it either. Right. I think there's different levels of judgment. And, you know, many of times judgment comes from that person's own insecurities or own has nothing to do with you yeah there's judgments in the way that you said when people are like oh you don't look like someone that did those things or went through that it's like you said like what does that mean (laughs) and then for me when people just I have a friend that will be like you know you get judged right away like you have long blonde hair and you're a pretty girl and people just think like oh you don't have anything to say or you're not smart or whatever it is and they're like it's amazing because you actually are one of the kindest and smartest, smartest women that I know, but I could see like just by first glance, you getting judged and you know, that happens all the time. And I'm like, well, thank you for seeing that. But yeah, it does. And it does happen. Right. That's so interesting. Like when you told me about that though, that never clicked that someone would think, Oh, because if you guys see Sarah, she's like dresses so beautifully and she's just gorgeous. But It's like, I wouldn't think, well, oh, well, then she must not have nothing to say. Like, that's not my judgment. But what I shared with you, my judgment was, well, then I feel like why, and this is something I've gone through my whole life, is I just always felt like I was the messy one. And I think, you know, for me, it was more like what I was feeling inside. But, you know, I'm pretty low maintenance person. Like, I look at people that get their lashes done, and I think about one day I'm going to go do that or get my nails, like, longer. And then I'm like, no, I'm not really not doing that. <laughs> but, like, I like it the way it looks, right? So that's what we, Sarah and I were talking about. So I would think, well, someone like Sarah or someone that is so like beautiful that cares about those things would look at me like, you're just a messy, <laughs> like, you know, and it's so weird. Like, why would I? Right. And it's just, I know it's like almost a little bit of judgments on yourself. Cause you're, yeah, no, it is totally like, I don't yeah. look at you as messy at all. You're wearing no. a beanie right now and you are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm wearing a beanie. Yes, you can't see, but yes. Well, you could see earlier. But no, the thing is, I really do feel like I am beautiful too. There's so many facets of me, right? But there is this, this little girl inside that still feels like I'm still that little kid that always had like the poor person's clothes and the poor person's everything and that I just don't fit in in those places. And it's funny, you know? So it's something that I noticed. And when you were talking about those things that happened to you, and then I was just like, well, since we're talking about this, here's how I like feel like it brought that up. And I was just kind of freeing to just be like, okay, well, that's not real, but it's something, you know? Yeah. I think that's 
the part of the growth where you have the awareness because then like you did you reverted that back to things from your little girl in your childhood yeah showing up now and it's so crazy it's just like a whole world of all these things and especially surrounding judgment on ourselves and others our memory though is so crazy like I was thinking about this earlier because I'm driving Alanis Morissette comes on and I could sing the whole song of you all to know and I'm like how the hell do I remember these I don't even remember like to email people back (laughs) or like I don't know what I had for breakfast yesterday but I can like sing every word to you all to know from like I don't know how many years ago 20 years ago (laughs) like I haven't heard it for like 15 years (laughs) so I was like you know our memory and what we feel and that's why it's so important just to be aware before we like would either like move away from a relationship or think that's not for me yeah you know what I mean it's just to like start exploring what's there because these days I get to look at it you know I get to say like I deserve that too or I belong there too but before it would just be like you know a no and that's the worthiness thing yeah I have was talking to a friend speaking of relationships who um was recently ending a relationship. And I'm like, before you do that, I want you to think about like, is this because this person really is like that? Or are you just automatically putting them in that folder from the people from the past? Oh yeah. So it is crazy how our memories and our triggers and one lesson that I've learned and I've been saying it a lot is that you're never going to fully, at least my opinion, you're never going to fully get rid of your triggers, but you can get better at recognizing them and being aware, because I think so many people are like, I want to get rid of this, and I never want to think about it again, and I'm going to change this about myself, and for me, the awareness and the part of being unapologetic is knowing that that might always be there, but that I'm open to the growth and the work and accepting it, that I can make a trigger last instead of like weeks to like a few hours or a day. Yeah. And that's, and I, I would agree with you with that because what I'm noticing, I mean, I don't know, 36 now, who knows? We'll check back in when I'm 46. Right. But this like, is this year. <laughs> what do you say? I said, this is this year. Things might oh, change. Yeah. No, but like, yeah, it could change like tomorrow. But the thing that shows up, like even we're talking about that whole like feeling internally and these judgments that I have against myself, right? It's like, I notice it, but I move on beyond it but it's still like, it's from when I was so little, like, and it's still there, right? So it's like, I really do feel like these things live with us, but the power, we take our power back, like just in in me even admitting that versus sitting alone by myself and judging myself as something's wrong with me for thinking that. Exactly, or trying to, something's wrong with me, I'm not gonna think about this, okay, I'm different, I'm not that person. It's like taking your power back, like you said, is exactly no, this is something, I'm very aware of where it comes from, it's okay. And I think awareness is the first step to anything. So with all of these talks, like with vulnerable conversations and all of this, like in the beginning we were talking about, well, you said, you know, I would just reach out to people. And I know that feeling too, moving to a new city, or even when you're like, I'm ready to up-level my friends and have a new circle. What would be something you suggest for people to start building those relationships to start today if they're inspired by this conversation? Probably, and this is just a guess, at least some people that are listening, some of you maybe have something that you've wanted to step into, whether it's someone's mastermind or a certain event or a certain place that you've wanted to go. I would say go and do it or someone you've been wanting to reach out to. I mean, you start, you start small and then you just get the, you get the awareness and the experience that there are people 
like the ones that you're wishing for out there. And then even if you get like a little taste where it's, you have lunch with someone or you go to into a mastermind event and you know, you have like-minded people already implanted in there for you. It just brings more of it. So I think taking tiny steps and usually um, people have something like already on their mind that they've been wanting to do, but they are scared to put themselves out there into a new environment. So I think taking that tiny step and then also something for me was just like how we said earlier, like trusting the how. Mm -hmm. So when you you go to these certain events, don't set up how it's going to go in your mind. And if you know a certain person's going to be there, don't only think about going to connect with that person. Be really open to who you can meet there. That's a good one. That's a good one. Because sometimes we think we do know how it's going to play out. And our mind is so crazy. It just takes us on these little painting pictures and (laughs) and we're disappointed about stuff that never was happening anyway. (laughs) the, That's so true. When like because now you have the girl talk, the events that are happening, right? Like even when you had girl talk, was it kind of like I'm gonna just create this space so I can meet all these women? Like because I feel like when when you're we're talking about starting something, I'm always like build my own stage. Like yeah. was that build you building your own stage? Like I'm just gonna create it and <laughs> see what this blossoms into. Yeah, I I've had this idea for so long when I was 13, I had a business plan, which is girl talk. I don't even know where it came out of. Like my dad was an entrepreneur, but he didn't really teach me anything to do with entrepreneurship. I just observed and I just, you know, created this thing that I wanted and connecting and having friendships has always been something important to me. And then I've had experiences with mean girls and bullying and all the things that so many of us have to endure. But I think it was just like, I know that this could change the world and I know there's other people out there that need this. Yeah. That's really how it started. And from three years ago when I did my first event, which is different now when you're creating events, but I basically just went around and knocked on the doors of my community and emailed people and was like, I'm doing this event that's hashtag women supporting women. And everyone was like, so on board because it was so needed. Yeah. And I like, like the thing is about that is you, I, I mean, I didn't even know this, but I just noticed how other people in the mastermind and how other people outside of the mastermind even were just like, Sarah, I want your help with events. Yeah. <laughs> because you just like rocked your first event. And it's probably because you were so supported, you know, by the invisible because you were just like, I just want to do this thing. <laughs> it was just yeah. because for, the, just- for good reasons. Exactly. And that's where I think you and I voice noted about this recently, just like the resourcefulness. Like I yeah. have... Like I didn't take no for an answer. I don't always do that. I have to remind myself like different seasons, different things going on, but I just didn't take no for an answer. And I didn't take anything personal. There were literally a lot of people at the same time that were like, what does women supporting women mean? Or I have enough friends. And I was like, what? Okay. Moving on. It was just like, this is what I'm doing. I'm so clear on it. That's why like being so clear on things is so powerful. And I also know that there's times where I'm not clear on things and that's okay too. Right. That time starting girl talk, I was so clear and I just went for it. Yeah. I love that. It feels like life just moves things for you. And when we're in that space, it's like, you don't even care when you're rejected. (laughs) I mean, you're like, okay, well I already know what's happening. So thanks. (laughs) Yeah. I was just like, okay, cool. Like the same thing, fail fast. Like, good. I'm happy you said no. And I'm going to move on real quick. Let's just, 
touch on that for a second because I've kind of, I haven't really brought that up, the resourcefulness. And we both talked about that. And in that moment, it felt so clear, like, duh, you know? And I think in, in the world of everything, everyone's trying to microwave everything and I get it because I've been guilty of it, trying to do it. Like, I'm just going to have this funnel and I'm going to do this thing and it's going to be, I'm going to be a millionaire next month. (laughs) Like, (laughs) and it just, it's not happening. Right. And it, it could, but there's also this like grittiness of, like you said, going to the door, knocking on doors, reaching out to people. And one thing that you have shared is just like how you, and that's probably why you have all these amazing relationships because you had the guts to just be like, Hey, can you help my event? Yeah. You know? And I think people, I know I respect people with like tenacity. (laughs) Like I just, I'm just like, I, I, there's something about you that I like. Yeah. I mean, I think that so many of us and I've been in this um, in times in my life where I'm waiting or someone tells you, Hey, I, I know this person that could get this event. Like I'm just using events as an example. Yeah. I can help you get this event started or they have this free venue and you're just waiting. And then it's like days go by, weeks go by, months go by, sometimes years. And yeah. you're like, don't wait anymore. Yeah. You know, it's just like, you can find a way with, we have so many gifts of the internet and social media that you can find a way to get a hold of that person that's going to make things happen or that person that's going to say yes to the venue or, you know, just no more waiting and be resourceful and figure it out. It's like, it's one of the things that I shared with people with events is find the contact person or press, find the person yeah. that you want to feature you. And they're like, what do you mean? You can't do that. Uh, yes, you can. Yeah. Be resourceful and figure out a way. There's always a way. Yeah. And, and that's why I'm bringing this up because there's people that listen that just think, well, I'm going to start my business and I'm just going to do this and I'm going to hire this coach and I'm going, it's going to be great in a month or three months or whatever. And it's like, it's a consistent, like you falling in love with whatever you're doing, event, business, whatever. And just being like, I'm not taking no for an answer. It doesn't mean that there's not going to be no's, but you're going to keep going. Right. Yeah. And I believe without a doubt, and it's, freaking sucks. Not like it definitely does. But I think that when you're right there and you're like, Oh my God, this is about to happen. You get a no because it's another test. And then after the no, and if you keep going, then it's going to happen. Right. And when you get the yes, it's like always like, Oh, I'm so glad that didn't work out. Like yeah. it's always that <laughs> you're like, Oh, I see why this is like this upgraded way or this just has this better fit. So it's always yeah. like, it's, I feel like it's inevitable when you know in your heart that you're supposed to do something. Yeah. And something that I used to do, and I say this to people sometimes, and just depending on who I'm talking to is to make a list of those times that you're happy that it didn't work out. Cause it's like mm-hmm. in the moment it's hard, but you can go back and just remind yourself of when this didn't work out. Thank God it didn't. And look what thank this God, led. I love that. Yeah. And I, that's just like one of the Course in Miracles, um, one of my favorite lessons is I do not perceive my own best interest. We think yeah. we do, but yeah. we don't. So I'm always like, okay, reminder. Like, so it's it's interesting. But I, before we get off, I want you to just tell everyone, and we're going to have the links in the show notes, but where do you love to play online? Where can they find you? And if you have anything else that you want to direct them to so they can come get more Aww. of your good energy. So I love to play on Instagram at girl talk network. Um, I love connecting with people on Instagram so much. I'm very grateful. That's pretty much where I started out. And um, my website is girltalknetwork.org. Facebook girl talk network across the board. Everything's girl talk network, but you can find me the fastest on Instagram. 
Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for spending this time with us and just sharing all your wisdom and love. And there you have it, my friends. I want to know, what's your favorite takeaway from today's show? I love when you share your highlights from the show. Be sure to tag me when you share so I can give you a proper shout out. If you haven't already, subscribe. And while you're there, rate and review because your feedback, it really means the world to me. Until next time, remember to harmonize your hustle.